The following video contains explicit language that may be offensive to some viewers and or be inappropriate for small children, barnyard animals, or the entire state of Iowa. Viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to yet another episode of Blab the Show. I'm Murphy. I'm Big Daddy Decaf. <laughs> and I'm still dying. <laughs> you ever gotten over that shit yet? Still haven't gotten over it. <laughs> Almost. Like, it's just like, it's, it's living right here, and I'm trying really hard. I still have a cough, but um, <laughs> it is what it is right now, I guess. How you doing, my friend? You know, that's what that's one phrase that I try because... Someone said they how much they hate that phrase. What phrase but is you that? Know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> it's such a, it is a terrible phrase. It is a really terrible fucking phrase. I hate saying it, but it is so simple and needed. It's one of the most simple and needed phrases in human history. Is that it is what it is, right? And you hate saying that shit, man. You want to sound like you. you you know, like more like you're a philosopher. You want to sound like you have more intelligence than just say, yeah, you know what? Fuck, it is what it is, right? You want to say, well, what it is that is this is being caused by this, 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 that caused this and that. You want to sound smart, but at the same time, you don't care to well, sound not, smart. So it's not like, about sounding smart. It's it's that I can't fight it. What am I going to do? You, I think you said on one episode a long time ago that you hate that phrase. I don't think so. You, you, I don't no, think that I was me. It is what it is. That was right, one of those so other you're... podcasts you do. <laughs> okay. It is what it is. All right. I, I mean, what do you, Maybe what, some things are just are. What do you, what am I going to do? Sit around, sit around and get mad about it? Fight this, <laughs> write a strongly worded email? I mean, come on. What else am I going to fucking do? <laughs> Man, you know, you wrote a strongly read, <laughs> strongly uh, read an email plenty of times. I've read, I've, sure. I've written plenty of them. Absolutely plenty of them <laughs> about shit that I felt I had some sort of control over. But I tell you what, there are some things I know I have absolutely no control over. And I'm not going to sit here and get pissed off about it. I'm just going to, oh, well. <laughs> just to say, fuck it and move on. Fuck it and move on. <laughs> that's, that's next after it is what it is. It is what it is. No, fuck, fuck it and move, move on. on. There you go. <laughs> so, man, you still died over there? I'm still dying. I'm still dying, dude. I don't know. Like... <laughs> It's still, uh, it's still in me. It's still, I still have a little bit of a cough. My wife still has a little bit of a cough, and I'm fighting allergies. It's just, I'm just, look, I'm dying. Okay, I'm just. Uh, place your bets, kids. All right. We're gonna place Who's going to die first? We gotta go with Murphy. We're gonna go with the Murphy. Anybody else on the Murphy? The Murphy. Murphy, Murphy. or Diane Feinstein? Which one kicks first? Yeah, I think you probably gonna go before five. We'll add Jimmy Carter into the mix. It'll be a three-way dance. It'll be great. I think all of us is gonna go before Jimmy Carter or Clint Eastwood. I think we're all gonna go for Clint Eastwood. Be like, I'm 137. Clint Eastwood died 20 years ago. He's just living on spite and hatred at this point. Hey, man, that's why the hatred gives you an extra 20, 20, 25 years. You're already almost there, brother. You're going to live to be 120 now. <laughs> or I died 15 years ago, and this is about it. <laughs> I got about 15 minutes left. Better do it. Better do what I can. What if I do? Get mad about it? No. It is what it is. <laughs> fuck it. Move on. All right. <laughs> well, speaking of fuck it, move on, folks, it's time for our one and only reoccurring bit on the show. It is a presentation of the drinks where I have something to drink, and James L. has something with gin. James L., what is sitting in a glass next to you next to a glass of gin tonight? So there's a glass of gin. Pure leaf. Oh my god! Iced, sweet. At least, at least it's a real brand, and it's not like <laughs> Big K leaf tea sweetness. <clears throat> well, I am. Uh, I already drank my hot tea. Now I'm drinking uh, lemon lime seltzer. Um, giant brand. I'm drinking the store brand tonight. Yeah. Dude, when did seltzer get expensive? Like, I remember when LaCroix was like three, three eight-packs for like $9. And now, now a 12, a single 12-pack of the store brand is 6 bucks. What the fuck? You, you Thanks, how much Obama. It, 
Do you remember how much promotion I did about polar water? Yeah. Polar water, polar water. You say I don't drink polar water anymore. Too expensive. <laughs> These motherfuckers went for a, it was, a, I would get like a 12 can pack. Yeah. It was three, you get three for 11, right? 12 yeah. can pack. Now they went to an eight can pack for three for 13. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm not a fan of polar. I think polar is too. Um, it's almost like it's got too much flavor, which is weird because you know what you want in a seltzer. You want flavors like somebody cutting a lemon in the other room or low battery orange. You don't want flavor. It's like <clears throat> this is the, the 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 polar has too much flavor. Not enough seltzer, too much flavor. It's like it's like you know those little uh, mio, the squirt things you you, you you carry with you to squirt. In your it's like someone said, yeah. mm, "That's a flavored seltzer." Squirt. That's still a flavored <laughs> seltzer. Squirt. That's a soda fountain that wasn't cleaned correctly. That's the one we want. There it is. Well, you know, it's funny that you you say that about battery low battery, low battery orange. orange. I've been seeing I've been seeing that shit a lot this week with uh, Cox in the air that's been going up and down. And I tell you one thing, Ray. House could be on fucking fire, right? It, 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 people could be getting shot outside. It could be a fucking alien invasion. But you know what would get your kids in the room faster than any fucking Oh, the thing. internet goes down. <laughs> and the internet goes, my God. It's like yeah. it's like four seconds. <laughs> it's like, yes. Dad, and dad, and dad. Both dad. of them came in. <laughs> of them came in. Uh, uh, me and, and uh, Macy, both our daughters came in the room at the same time. Like, like this, like. Did you shut off the internet? I'm gonna shut off. No, because if I shut off the internet, you little ingrates come and talk to me. Fuck off. Go into the other room. And it was off till ten o'clock, so they actually had to do something else. They were playing with toys. They were playing with other. They were forced to. There was nothing else to do. There was nothing else to do. Even I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna put a you or you. I'm gonna put a Netflix. I'm gonna." Fuck, I can't watch anything, yep. right? <laughs> and that's why you need a Plex server. <laughs> <coughs> All right, folks. Well, tonight's topic, uh, you're, you're listening to the show and where we beat the living hell out of one to topic every night. Tonight's topic was suggested by none other than James L. In dedication. In dedication of, of speaking of people who have died, uh, <laughs> earlier, was it this week, last week? It was earlier this week. Earlier this hey, week. It, 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 it doesn't matter as long as it's taped beforehand and then. Yeah. <laughs> the ringmaster himself, Jerry Springer, died this week. <laughs> and uh, we figured we would dedicate uh, we would dedicate this, this week's episode to him. We are reviewing the Jerry Springer Show Season 17, Episode 1. Which, by the way, do you know how many episodes are in Season 17? Do you know? Yeah. Like a hundred one hundred and twenty-four. Or... <laughs> I'm bitching because Netflix is doing no. eight episodes, and there are a hundred and twenty-four episodes <laughs> in one season. God damn. I know. Every season, and every season, Jerry Springer is like that. You think like. You know, when they say all these guys are all actors and everything, but fuck, man, that's a mass production. You do that many shows in a year. And and the thing is, is that the the one that we're originally gonna do was uh, the the girl that that said that she slept with two. And you know what the the thing about the show is that she was seventeen and the dude was eighteen, and she slept with two hundred guys before she was fucking seventeen, man. Yes, <laughs> and this is the it. This is uh that was season twenty six. It was one of the last seasons of Jerry Springer. Like you were telling me on the yeah. phone, Jerry Springer just was like, they, he was at that, all right, the show's coming to an end. We're just going to put, <laughs> we're just going to put it. What, what, so the show, you oh. think it was a, it was no, I just, that, that was just me coming up with something. That wasn't an actual <laughs> show. It was real. I was like, okay, what, what was it? What, what did you Oh, say? now I gotta, I'm looking at the text message because I want to make sure I have it right. Uh, I, I said it was. Oh, it was uh, I, I, lesbian uh, lesbian trucker hookers facing off against Nazi transsexuals. That's the, the, the end of the Jerry Springer show. It was like they were dead. Jerry Springer is like heroin. And after a while, you needed a lot of heroin just to feel normal. And that's exactly what it was. You went from you cheated on me with my sister to, you know, 
my porn addiction, which would be like, you know, Nazi midgets <laughs> with a fucking hooker in the or a, with a clown hooker in the background. That, that's not my porn addiction. I'm just saying my porn taste <laughs> because of my because of because of the desensitization to pornography. It's really got to be out there for me to go. Oh, OK. Unzip, but, that, you know, uh, so. but it is crazy that Jerry Springer actually did start off soft. I mean, the yeah. show the show was really soft when it started off. So you know, uh, it was more just like oh, revealing that you're uh, the, the, that you're gay or revealing. It's like it was always revealed yeah. shows, right? You know, and and you know it was above board. The fighting wasn't that much. Steve Wilkos didn't have to come running out there. I mean, he really. Did, <laughs> But then, but then the crazier the show got, with well, the circus just went. Da, 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 da. The more, the more acts, the better the show went, right? The more people tuned in, the more. Like I said, like I said, man, it was an arms race in awful humanity. It was just to see just how bad we could get. All right, so this was season seventeen, episode one. As best as I can tell, because finding the actual air dates for some of this stuff is almost impossible. The original air date, as best as I can tell, was uh, September 16th, 2007. Um, and the Jerry Springer show aired from 1991 to 2018. God damn it. But, you know, it's funny. Well, one of the questions that came up, what show did they were trying to find to replace Jerry Springer with? What, what show was going out there and they, and they decided to give it a try? I don't know. Phil Donahue. Oh, really? <laughs> I go from Phil Donahue, which was a show with the <clears throat> super intellectual content and guess everything. Which is uh, of of its of of the genre, it was super intellectual because it really wasn't all that. But of the genre, yeah. <laughs> so of course, you know, you got your skinheads, you had your regular KKK, yeah, you your racist, you had this and that. But I mean, who but do you? you but for shows, I mean, what you had, you had Geraldo, you had Phil Donahue, you had Sally Jesse Raphael. Uh, you ha- kind of had Oprah because Oprah was kind of in that still. Was in she hadn't gone all Oprah. She was still Oprah. Um, and then you had like they, they're all first. Yeah, they're all first. And then Jerry Springer came along. With, like, Jerry Springer. Yeah, there was like and then well because after that you had like. You had you know Maury Povich and and, the, the and Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilk- well, still Wilkos came even after that. But in that in that Jerry Springer era, you had Maury Povich, you had Ricky Lake, you had. Um, <laughs> Do you remember Morton Downey Jr.? <laughs> I remember Morton Downey Jr. It was a little different show. Not quite not quite a talk show. Not quite in that that vein. Uh, it was its own. Lunacy. Um, we'll, we'll, you know what? One of these weeks, we'll do a review of an episode of Morton Downey Jr. I know exactly which one, too. <laughs> but Jerry Springer, man, okay. Do we want to talk about Jerry or do we want to talk about the episode? Because Jerry, in, in his own right. We'll talk, about Jer- we'll talk about Jerry, then we'll lead into the episode. So, okay. I don't know if many people know this. You know how Jerry Springer kind of became famous, right? Yeah. The mayor of Cincinnati would. Well, he was a, he was a council member in Cincinnati, and then he became mayor. Mayor, yeah. And he had paid for a hooker twice <laughs> in 1974, in 1973 and 1974. He paid for a hooker twice with a check, and the check bounced. And she called she called about bad check writing, and it fell into it fell into this whole vice thing that the FBI was doing, and then Jerry Springer. Basically, had he kind of caught wind that this was going to go on, and he figured it would be better if he admitted it himself than getting caught. So he calls the FBI, and he's kind of admitting it to the FBI, and the FBI says, "Yeah, we know, and we've we've already kind of got information about this." And then the information came out in the paper. Springer very quickly um, resigned. There wasn't a whole lot of information at the time. Um, he gave a very interesting apology. You can find that video on YouTube. Uh, and then he disappeared for a little bit, and then and then all hell broke loose, and everybody learned that he paid for a he paid for a hooker twice the check, and it bounced a personal check that he signed. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you can get federally indicted. <laughs> yep. And then ten years later, he shows up on the TV show, and that's that's Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how that's how you read things. Do you? Um, so th- that's the thing. Do you think that? I wonder. I wonder what pushed them because Jerry Springer. You know, most times when people get their show, they'll usually start off somewhere else or whatever the case may be. We well, started in Chicago. That's where they they were filming it. Yeah. It, what do you feel? Your personal feeling about Jerry Springer 
what is your appeal that made you actually watch this episode? What other than the crazy shit that would uh I'll talk about Jerry himself. What did he present to you to make him watchable? Jerry what made Jerry watchable was that he would present these unbelievably insane <laughs> situations and he would give everyone didn't matter what you were, doesn't matter if you were a transsexual hooker or if you were a a guy who wanted to have sex with fire hydrants. It didn't matter what who it was. He gave everybody the same the same respect. He gave everybody the same room to be human. He always tried to present some sort of like a positive thing for it. <laughs> and even like at the worst crazy, moments, he, right? and he would he would he would make these jokes sometimes were really funny. But he he never yeah. he never got involved in the in the shit talking. Well, very rarely. He but he 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 was more he was the ringmaster is really what he was, and it was a three ring circus. And what I found to be really hilarious is the people in the audience didn't realize they were just another part of the act. The people in the audience in some cases were just as bad as the people on stage. And the shit that they would say in that final segment where they always get to inter- or ask que- ask questions where they usually don't. But they get to ask questions of people who've been on the show. The people were just as bad. And Jerry Jerry just like gave everybody room to be human for, just, for 15 just, minutes. You know? It was a true come hold in, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's the, 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 um, the way that he just talked to people, the way that he managed, it was like mm-hmm. he every he had. That's the thing. Like no one came out there. You know, remember Harado got. Remember the the clansman that came oh, out and threw a chair in his face. Yeah, and hit him in his face. It wasn't like that for Jerry Springer. Everyone, Jerry Springer, genuinely loved the guy, man. It's like you know what, Jerry. The guests were cool with Jerry. The fans were cool. With, you know, every once in a while, someone was trying to chill with Jerry. Jerry be looking at the downstage like. Seriously, they were like, "All right," and it just fell because it's serious Springer. You can't fight. You can't fight against the ringmaster pulling his tricks and shit. You can't. Yeah, no one. No one ever threw a chair at Jerry. Didn't matter if you were a Nazi on the stage. You didn't hate Jerry. You were just you were happy to be there. And Jerry was giving you a platform, and Jer- again, he would just treat you like a regular human being, no matter what the situation was. He would. There was. He would give you validity. It didn't matter what it was, and you know it's funny. When you think about it, especially at the time, Jerry Springer was one of the only people giving trans people like I know, their a voice of not just yeah. a voice, but a platform where they were not a punchline or the butt of the joke. Now, granted, they were part of the act <laughs> and the episodes um, like we'll reference later, um, Tales of the She-Males. Um, <clears throat> yes, there was some they are. They're not, but they were an equal part of the of the of of the circus they weren't they weren't the clowns they were just as much the ballerinas as as the as the lion tamers these are called clowns but but you know one thing is that i you got to give respect to you know going to the i know we're gonna dig into the episode but going to like Dennis office, doctor's office, or whatever. You walk in there, you don't even have to look at the TV. That <laughs> to me, Jerry Springer falls into the same category as Michael Jackson, and Elton Johnson. You know, where you come in, you hear Elton John, <laughs> right? Oh man, that's an Elton John. Oh, that's a Michael Jackson son. You were literally walking to <clears throat> an office or a, what? You know, doctor's office where we got Jerry Springer on. The music will tell you it's Jerry Springer. The voice, the action, the applause. You know. Oh, shit. You turned to the. You know Jerry, what you're going Jerry, to Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Everything drives you to know what, what's going on with that. Whenever whenever I was sick and be staying home from school, it would be we, uh, uh, Price is Right, Jerry Springer. Every, every time. Every time. Laying on the couch, sick as shit. Price is Right, Jerry Springer. That was uh, all right. I'm running out of gin. DWG, I need my, I need my gin. You listening? I know she listening. She always listening. I need my gin. All right, so let's talk about this episode. So this is season seventeen, episode one. Like I said, as best as I can figure out, it aired September sixteenth, two thousand seven. So this episode is the beginning. It's the beginning of uh, season seventeen, and it was a let's catch up with some of our wildest guests of the past episode. 
So right, right off the bat, you know you're going to have something funny happening because these are people that were so good once they brought them back. But there's another part of that that's really weird because almost all of these were the you were black. Uh-oh. What is this shit? What? You told me. Oh, no, no, no. Who is this I don't know who this bitch is. Who is this? I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. Who is this? Did you show up? What's the kind of bullshit? This is bullshit. I don't know what you're talking about. Dirty, dirty, dirty. I don't know what you're talking about. This is bullshit. I ain't gonna go nowhere. You need to go now. You need to get out. I don't need to go nowhere. Why are you bringing people over here? I don't know. She ran out of the Okay, was that real or not? Was that real or not? No, that wasn't real. Okay, because I because I literally stopped streaming because I didn't know what was going on. Damn it, dude! All I knew is that look, dude, you got enough personal drama that I don't. It's still recording. It's still recording. So it'll be. I only stopped the live stream. It's still recording. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Okay. It was a come on, man. We used to do that shit, dude. In the dude, yeah, but we used to clue each other in, man. Next thing I know, next uh, every other shit, when we used to do shit like that. Okay, like all I know is that some, some look, some random woman's in your apartment screaming that you got her pregnant, and like I'm like, oh no, J- James L's personal life is invading the show again. I better pull the plug on this shit. I guess, but it wouldn't be the same if I told you what's coming. Good point. Good point. <laughs> we used to do no. You used to do this shit to the studio with me all we, the fucking. We time, did, but man. I would. I always protected your personal life, and you always protected mine. And I thought I was protecting your personal life. <laughs> all right. Because I got you, man. But it's still you. recorded, though. Oh, it's still recorded. It'll be in the episode. It's just the live stream, folks. Just like all of a sudden, the live stream went away and came back. So for those of you that are watching on the live stream right now, you're really going to want to listen to the episode on the podcast because some shit goes down. Because <clears throat> let's be realistic. Look, I stopped the live stream because I don't think everybody needed to see it. But I kept recording because, like, I want to know what the fuck was going on. So <laughs> Come on, man. I know. <laughs> Just, you can't do a Jerry Springer show about Jerry Springer bit, man. Come on. But that's the thing. I was like, <laughs> like you know, this shit was good though. It was good, wasn't it? Come on, man, tell me. What that was good. Man. That was good. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, he was like, what the fuck? Is- All I know is there's some random woman in your girlfriend and you's apartment <laughs> talking about knocking on the door. You got her pregnant. Like, oh fuck, shit's gone down. This this twisted tale just got another loop. Okay, so. <clears throat> You know you can't really brought a drink if you guys got to put out the performance. Yeah, I know. know. No shit. <laughs> At least keep the man liquored up. <laughs> no, but but to do the point of it, that's how Jerry Springer was. Man. You never do. I mean, I, I think the first the first couple seasons you didn't know what's gonna happen. Then all right. That was a good performance, though. Thank you. You, you know, yeah, it got cut on the live stream, but thank you, guys. That was awesome. Look, thank again, you. I thought I was doing my friend a solid, all right? Excuse <laughs> me, for, excuse me for being a friend. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I see that sentence. That was uh, 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 V's friend's mom. That's over. Oh, she dropped her off the COVID. <laughs> but she's, but that's the thing that she wanted. I was like, hey, you know what? She said that she's going to do it. You know how hard it is to find people to do a fucking bit? People don't want to do that no shit. Right? People be like, she said she's willing to do it. So you know what I said? Of course, you know what I said, right? I was like. All right, get your titties out. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah do a fucking bit around there. <laughs> we can, it's hard to get people to do bits. People be always be like, oh, no, I don't. And she, said, she was like, fuck it, I'll do it. I was like, all right. <laughs> That's how we roll out. I like fucking. We could do. We'll do it. There you go. There but you uh, go. all right. So let's talk about this episode. Let's right. talk about this episode. All right. All so right. season seventeen, episode one, and it's a recap of 
um, guests from the past, which is funny because all of those shows from the past have one thing in common with this, and that is, hi, I brought you here to tell you something before. <laughs> I had to reveal something to you, and it was traumatic. But hey, I got an idea. Let's go back on the Jerry Springer show. If you brought me on Jerry Springer once to tell me something traumatic, if you ever <laughs> ask me to go back on the Jerry Springer show again, I'm going to say no. If right. Some of these stuff is some of these were a long time apart. Some of these were years. Some apart. Some of them were years yeah. apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, like, fuck. There's plenty of plenty of room and space there for 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 shenanigans. All right. So the first segment. DWG apologize for scary. Wouldn't I didn't scare me? I'm I'm on the other side of the country. I just wanted to make sure James L's personal life didn't get splattered all over the internet until I was ready to edit the episode and put it in the right light. <laughs> All right, so the first segment, we have our friend Chris, who originally told, he brought his best friend on the show originally to tell him that he was sleeping with his wife in the episode Sex Betrayals. <laughs> so if your friend says to you, hey, let's go back on the Jerry Springer show, <clears throat> do you think A, Oh, they just want to find out how we're doing, or B, some shit's going down. And guess what? It was B. Now, it was very much, uh, Chris shows up, and looking at the guy, what was with his outfit, with the matching brown top and brown pants? It looked like he was wearing a onesie. And he's a... He's pretty close. I'm sure the pants were stretch pants, man. I mean, he oh, he's a big fella. Yeah, I don't think he can even wear a belt around that shit. I think those were stretch pants. So, so and what was with the, the hair? Where the sides were shaved, but it was long, but in a ponytail that had multiple rubber bands in it, like like four of them. Like, did we really dress like that in the early in the mid two thousands? I don't remember that. <laughs> Do you think do you think it was requested or that's just how they? I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like, do, do you think that Jerry's like Jerry tells people or the production or whatever tells people just come as you normally would come and don't try to like wear a suit on the show because you see some well, people try to come out there or wear a suit or you'll see some like some of the like horrendous looking people like try to wear. Do you think there? Do you think just that that brow sold? I, I don't know. I think the brow sold. I think, I think it, it was. Sold. I think it was his outfit because it looks like the sort of thing he think looks okay. But but we'll talk too. we'll talk a little <laughs> bit more about about wardrobe in a minute because um, it gets good. So so Chris comes out and he says, "I want to bring my friend out." His friend comes out, and again, you're on the Jerry Springer set. You are on one end of the stage. Your friend is on the other end of the stage, and there's an empty chair in the middle. Nothing good is going to happen. <laughs> Nothing. They ask this dude. They're like, hey, man, how's it going? He's like, oh, yeah, it's been really good. The last six years have been great. I've been great with my wife. Everything's been good. And then he's like, oh, yeah? Well, your friend's got something to tell you. i just been like, fuck. <laughs> Again. And yeah, Chris I tells know. him, and then Chris tells his friend Bill, that he's still fucking his wife, his wife. And she's <laughs> pregnant with his child. <laughs> she's four months pregnant with the child. <laughs> and then the wife comes out. <laughs> and of course all hell breaks loose. Everybody The dude was cutting wrestling promos though. Did like the the, the Chris guy was like was like, I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Oh, I think he's. Oh, I, I put that. Oh, I put that as lie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had. I, I put it down word for word. There was. There are quotable. There are quotable <laughs> quotes from this dude. Four hundred pounds of steel and sex up. I swear to God, everything that guy, everything that guy said, I think was literally written down from from wrestling. Do you okay? So you think he came to the show? You don't think he got head lies or anything like that? No, I think because he. No, he came up with that on his own. That guy's very much a wrestling fan. sex appeal. One off, first off, number one, that dude was not four hundred pounds. He was like two seventy five, maybe two ninety. So that definitely is like him, like ripping off some some WWF lines from the or WWE lines from the time. I think he's around three fifty. You think three fifty? All right, folks. Look, you can watch the Roku channel, and you can sign up for free. This is not a plug for the Roku channel. You can sign up the Roku channel for free, and you can watch some of these episodes, including this one. 
please do and tell us how much you think homeboy weighs. <laughs> so then his wife comes out and she's screaming, I'm going to go with him. He treats me right and you disappear all the time. And it's like, that lady's four months pregnant. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> she's, she's, she's like 40 months pregnant. She was a big girl. She was a big girl. A big girl. Like that's like like you got two big people and one skinny dude on the side. Like maybe skinny dude's like lucking out here, but like and then she says like you leave me for like two three weeks at the time and the guy's got no response, which makes me think it's like his job. Like maybe I don't know. Like he's a delivery driver or something because you know, he doesn't look well educated. Let's be real. He's on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was like the it was like Thanksgiving. It was like the ham, and then it was a turkey, and then where did this random hot dog weedy came from? Where did... <laughs> That's what the shit was. Like. It's like you got a giant bowl of spaghetti and meatballs, and a big ass lasagna, and a breadstick in the middle. That's all you got. <laughs> And surprisingly, like the real surprising thing is the guy was like, he was like, fine, go. I don't give a fuck. I'll give you, I'll give you $250 to go get married. Go get the fuck away. Like dude made out. I guess like he's free and clear. I, you know, I, but that was segment one. And I'm like, cause he was like, he's like, fuck you. You go raise, go raise my fucking kid and shit. If it's even my kid, just go on. Fuck you. I'm done. I'm not coming back a third time. I liked his, I liked his line where he said, you know, that car I just bought. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take it to the scrapyard. She's like, all right, fine. I don't give a shit. You know, it was like a 1999 Pontiac with like a ripped headliner. <laughs> you said 99. Yeah. And that shit was a 1987 Gremlin. <laughs> hey, you do not besearch the besearch the AMC or the AMX logo. The Gremlin, the Pacer, the, the Javelin. Pacer, do it. The, what do they call the Pacer? The Glass Death, or what is it called? The because people used to go because the Pacer was full like covered with glass. And they, and they had a nickname for it where people oh. would crash through it. Oh, oh you didn't know. Know. no, was, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's, a, it's a certain turn. You're the pacer, like the glass death or the whatever. Because you know how the pacer is. Yo, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of glass. glass. There's a lot of glass in that thing. People would get like shards of glass oh in there when they would crash it. So they, they the had Nash the Rambler. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right, so that's so segment one. And you're like, you're watching this, you're like, okay, so it's a dude, he's still banging another dude's wife. It's Jerry Springer. It's or kind of mid-range Jerry Springer. All right, things aren't going to get worse. And then they come back from commercial. And oh, my God. <clears throat> Shorty is on the scene. Now, Shorty Shorty was on the show Tales of the She-Males several years ago <laughs> with his girlfriend, Susan, and was there to tell Susan that Shorty that was actually a woman. A woman, yeah. Yeah, so Shorty comes out in a tuxedo. You asked about the wardrobe, <laughs> and he comes out in a tuxedo. <laughs> there was like it was. Is he, is, he a small, is he like a? What is he? I don't know. I can't. He's not a small person. Is that the right term? I don't know. No, is because just, the next episode but, in that season was was Return of the Little People. So I don't think he met. I don't think he met that. <laughs> very small. Shorty's very small. But here's the thing: comes out in a tuxedo, in a tuxedo, looking like a Goomba from the Super Mario Brothers movie with Bob Hoskins. He's like, it's this guy, and he's got this suit, this tuxedo jacket on. You know exactly what I'm talking about. He's got this tuxedo jacket on, and it's like, it's like he's. It's like he does he wear a small adult or a large child? And someone got confused and bought the right size shirt and the right size pants and the right size waistcoat, but the really wrong size jacket because it's like you know you joke about wearing your dad's jacket. If you want to, if you want to make, he came out with a Dick Tracy jacket. <laughs> it was like a goddamn uh, what, what, like Inspector Gadget. What they call them? The 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 detectives were were those, were those long ass jackets. Where they call a them? trench coat? Yeah, a trench coat. Yeah. He came with like a jacket that looked more like a fucking trench coat. Right? And it went it went to his knees. Did you see that? It went to his knees, like so. And you could tell the sleeves were rolled up. The sleeves. They what they did? So I know this trick. What they did is they took the sleeves right. And they, they folded it in half, 
you fold it in half like this. So you bring the cuff all the way up to your elbow, right? And then you flatten it out. And then what you do is you roll up the extra material all the way to the cuff, and then you roll the cuff down. So you can't tell. So it looks like it's normal, but it's not. It's a goddamn jacket for a grown-ass adult, and Shorty is four foot two in lifts. Like, and Shorty's there. Shorty's there, shows up in a tux, and you're like, this is going to be good. Shorty comes out to tell to tell everyone that he's still with his girlfriend Susan. And look, Shorty is a woman but identifies as a man. So Shorty, in my opinion, look, that's a guy. So he comes out to tell his his girlfriend that he's got some other news. And the other news is he's now been cheating on his girlfriend with another woman. But first, why did he bring her on this show, though? He brought her on the show because he wants to marry her. And you're like, oh, my God. Shorty's in the tux. If you get a call from a... He get a call for your significant other, right? And they'd be like, hey, let's go to Jerry Springer's show to get married. What are the, like, certain things just kind of pop? Boop, boop, boop. Like warning lights are going off. Like that klaxon in the background, like the old school Star Trek red alert. Boop, boop, boop. You're like, oh, something. this is bad. And she says, okay, let's go. And you're like, oh, fuck. So, so Shorty says, I got it. So Shorty's out on stage and Shorty is my favorite part of this episode. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the best part of the episode because Shorty got control. Shorty, Shorty was a boss. Well, even Shorty, even Shorty was controlling Jerry. He's Shorty was Jerry. What to do, right? All right. Give me this time to go talk. You shut the fuck up. You can talk. Jerry, give me my chance to talk. No, no, no. Shorty was out there. Shorty was, Shorty running, was running. Shorty was running the show. Shorty was running the show. <laughs> <clears throat> got those shorty, those shorty Spielsberg out there. <laughs> so you got Shorty in a tux, right? And Shorty's like, all right, and Jerry's like, all right, so you got to tell your girlfriend something. Let's bring your girlfriend out. And you're like, okay, let's see what happens. And here she is in a wedding dress. So you know, you know this episode is about to go right off the rails. Uh, shit, DWG says she's going to take me on Maury. <laughs> you are not the father. Um <laughs> And but yeah, so you already had that. You know, so you got the, you got Shorty and you got Shorty's girlfriend, and Shorty's a little short black fella, and Shorty's girlfriend's a slightly robust black female. I mean, she's slightly. slightly hey, robust. by the end of that, by by the end of that episode, oh, you've unplugged your headphones. Congratulations! You got me laughing too much yeah. on this shit. By the end of the episode, Shorty's girlfriend is not the biggest person on that stage, and we all know it. She's a robust, healthy girl. She is. <clears throat> She's a robust, healthy girl. I lost sound. Uh-oh, you lost sound. You got it back? <laughs> I can't. Did oh, you? I lost sound on both sides. <laughs> Damn, you got me laughing that much? <laughs> All right, there we go. All right. All right, I got to remember to edit that part out. Okay, all right. So you got Shorty's robust girlfriend and Shorty on the stage, and Shorty confesses to his... Slightly, slightly robust. You know, yeah, slightly that robust. Reminds me, that reminds me of what you said about me to DWG, so you're considerably younger Considerably girlfriend. younger girlfriend. <laughs> so Shorty and his Ruben-esque girlfriend... Ruben. Shorty has to confess that he's... Been, oh, God, he's lost it again. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm back. Okay. Is that, I think that's going to be the title of the episode, Shorty's Rubenesque Girlfriend. <clears throat> um, so he has to confess he's been seeing another woman and she comes out and it is this waif thin crackhead. And when you think when you think mid 2000s Chicago crackhead, <laughs> oh this is it. This is it. The teeth you look at her teeth and you're like, because they're all there, but you have to wonder which ones are real. And <laughs> my bet is less than half. This she got four fake ones. It's all the she got the, the teeth, the all the teeth the, the pimp knocked out to the teeth that the pimp kept. <laughs> so she comes out and she and Shorty Shorty is trying to run the best he can. He's trying to run that situation. The women are up. The women are yelling at each other. And Shorty's like, wait, wait. And that's exactly what it is. The hands have to go up at more than a 45-degree angle in order to – because they are both easily 
easily five nine, and one of them's in massive heels. So Shorty's like waving up into the sky, like he's directing planes landing. You said one of those. You said one of those massive or a massive. Hey, hey, hey! I got you. She's just big boned. Leave her alone. Anyway, <laughs> so so then then Shorty looks at his girlfriend and says, "Look, I still want to marry you." I still want to be with you. This meant nothing to me. At which point, Shorty looks at the crackhead and says, I have a confession to make to you. (laughs) And tells the crackhead, he's really a woman. At which point, she loses her shit. She's disgusted. She is grossed out. She is is just beside herself. She cannot take it. And, And Shorty is like... Ready to go. He's like, no, 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 this isn't happening. And he looks at his girlfriend and he says, do you still want to marry me? And you're like, oh, girl, no. Don't do it. First off, Shorty, I I still want to know how he maintained relationships with multiple women with not having a penis down there. And these are sexual relationships. What is I'll tell you what it is. Shorty has. Control. I'm telling you, he controlled both With women. What? He controlled the audience. He told the audience to shut the fuck up. And when does the Jerry Springer? When does the Jerry Springer audience shut the fuck up? Oh, they right shut right. the fuck up. Jerry said, "Jerry, I need my time to talk." Jerry's like, "Take all the time you want, Shorty." You got Shorty runs Shorty. Shorty literally was running the show. So of course, you know the women were like, "Shorty's be like, he magic, he magic." Shorty wake up in the morning. What's bitch about this morning? I can't say it. Hey, bring me a cheese pizza, no pepperoni, because I'm too young, I'm too short, like I chose to hit it, to eat the pepperoni. Okay, okay. I mean, <laughs> but that's how Shorty talks, right? No, Shorty doesn't. Hey, Shorty talks like hey. this. Shorty's like this. Shorty talks like this. Bring me a cheese pizza. No, but that's Shorty. That's Shorty. And someone, right. someone in the audience yeah, segment, there, segment did make a Gary Go- Gary Coleman joke, which was funny. Um, <laughs> I know because I thought the same thing. But I- <laughs> so, so, so then Jerry finally gets back control of his show, and he says, "Susan, do you want to marry Shorty?" And she says, "Yes, like, yes." And you're like, "Oh, okay, they're gonna they get have- married." Next thing you know, it, here comes the arch. A, it was a nice. And it was a nice wedding. Well, <laughs> hold on. It wasn't such a nice wedding. So they bring out furniture. They bring out this arch that I swear to God, they keep in the wings. That thing comes out all the time. Whenever whenever there's either a wedding or a jello fight on Jerry Springer, that arch comes out and gets put over something. So <clears throat> the arch comes out. They got a priest right there. <laughs> and well, he does. He does. He does a whole bunch of weddings on Jerry Springer. Though he's like the same guy. Comes up. I, well, you got to keep a guy like that on retainer. Just you know the guy. And then right before, right before they're gonna get married, they bring out Susan's sister, who's freaking out like, "You can't marry him. You don't do it again. You can't tell me what to do. I love him. You can't love him. Look what he does to you." And the crackheads in the back like, "Oh God!" And it's just. <laughs> You, you don't know what's going on, and you're like, oh, my God. And the priest doesn't stop. He does not even take a breath. He he He's does like, no, I am doing this. Yeah, I'm going to get him my check. And Jerry Brown you stop bidding. You stop bidding. You're not going to get a check. And he was like, oh, shit. I'm and that was the. What y'all find him, man? I'm going to get my check. That was the fastest wedding ceremony I've ever seen in my life. It was all of 20 seconds. Do you? Do you? Yes, you're married. I mean, it was, it was literally that fast. And. And you're like, what the fuck did I just witness? And they go to break. And you're like, oh, my God, we're only halfway through the show. What is going on? We've seen we've seen a weird guy in a brown onesie do a wrestling promo and a transsexual short person in a tuxedo that was built for maybe Charles Barkley. And we're not even all the way through the show yet. And this is the first episode of season 17. <laughs> but that's the amazing part. The show's only forty minutes. Only 40 but minutes. you're watching it, it feels like you're watching six hours. Oh, you like feel- six hours show. It's like you just want you, you just want it feels like you just watched the Green Mal and uh what's and the Ten Commandments Black and White or the Ten Commandments or or some shit Ben Hurry's you like he's watched he's watched that shit back to back. I'm feeling the life drain out of me. I'm watching this today and I'm like I need to bill James L for this for my time that I spent to watch this. 
because I can literally feel the IQ points draining out of me and I have to talk about this and not sound like an idiot. So they come back from break and it's segment three. And segment three was the least interesting segment of the entire show yeah. for me. Like segment three is you got a guy named Frank and Frankie brought his girlfriend on the show a little while ago to tell her he was breaking up here because he was banging this dude, Ronaldo. And I'm sorry, I didn't catch the name of the episode that they were on together. So so Frankie's on the show, and they ask Frankie, what are you here for? Well, Frankie's tired of Ronaldo's shit, and he wants his girlfriend, <laughs> Fatima, back. So they bring out Fatima, and just as, as Frankie starts to profess his undying love, Ronaldo comes charging out of the back, and he's had enough of this shit. He was listening in in the back. What do you mean you want to go back to her? You, you, and they're going at it, and Fatima's like, I told you you were only temporary. I told you he really loved me, and I'm like, oh, okay, we got another one of these. And you're like, okay, and then like the heart-to-heart -heart conversation starts, and she basically tells Frankie, she says to him, look, what we had was great. And at that point, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Frankie. But but I'm at a point in my life, and you look at Frankie, and you can just see what little bit of ego he has left has now shattered. He looks so devastated. He's a senator, just like <laughs> that guy's emotional state was a Faberge egg to begin with, and she just came up with a sledgehammer and a bucket of pig shit. And <laughs> tells him, "No, I can't take you back. I'm in a relationship." And you, we, I gotta get crap pop to Jerry. You, you, you feel sorry for Frankie? Man, he just sit there, just like. He looked pitiful. He did, but you got. I got to give props to Jerry on this because he swerved us. Because look, there were three chairs on the stage. You were not looking for a fourth person, but she says I'm in a relationship with someone, and Jerry says, "Well, let's bring them out." And mm -hmm. out comes this woman. Fatima's decided she's done with the cock and she's she's in for the girls, <laughs> and the girls. that's <laughs> it. She comes out. There's a weird kiss that looks staged. Just saying, <laughs> and. <laughs> And, Ren and Ronaldo's laughing, and Frankie now realizes that he's lost out in every way, shape, and form. There isn't a gender out there that wants him at this point. That guy, man, I tell you. And and the girl Fatima's with, is she's like, mm -hmm, this is my girlfriend. And you're like, oh, no, Frankie. Frankie, what are you going to do? And they just, and Jerry doesn't even get it. He's like, all right, we're going to go to break. And that's it. <laughs> Doesn't even give doesn't give Frankie a chance doesn't give Francie, Frankie a chance to rebuild what little ego he has there. No. No, and it gets worse for Frankie. It does. Uh and then segment four. Sexiest man alive, man. At least he, yeah, yeah, he self-called him that he's the sexiest man. I'm a pimp. Hold on. How about this, Segment four. <laughs> segment four is Blimp the Pimp. His name is Blimp. The pimp. The pimp. <laughs> and he comes out on stage, and again, it's another all-brown coordinated outfit with a brown shirt with brown pants, and he takes off his shirt and does the truffle shuffle. And he's the biggest one on the show. He's he, got to be like 500, at least 450. He is, I say 450. He is, if you take Chris and Shorty and Fatima... And what's left of Frankie's self-esteem and swept it up into, like, one bundle, you've got Blimp's thigh. This is a big human being. And he knows, and he's not afraid. He takes his shirt off and his pants, like, did you see the crease in his midsection? He's got a crease in his midsection, like, like, right, like, right below the solar plexus where his pants were sitting. <laughs> And what he does is he's dancing around and proceeds to take the pants down from the midsection and unloads what's left of his gut out from the pants and flops them out over the pants and dances. He's starting to sound like Bill Cousin right now. And he... And it takes the jello pudding pops. Turn off and the fact just came flowing out. They get flowing like Niagara Falls. They just get flowing and flowing. And he takes the quaaludes and he sticks them in the woman's drink and he waits until she's unconscious and sticks a pinky in her anus. Anyway, um, <coughs> sorry, I'm not 
making fun of what Bill Cobbs, Cosby did. He's a terrible human being, but that voice is fucking hilarious, and he will always... I, I still miss Jello Pudding Pops to this day. All I want are Jello Pudding Pops and cardigans. Anyway, so Blimp the Pimp comes out, and the dude like takes off his shirt, and the guy, uh, the stagehand from Jerry Springer, do they try to give him back his shirt? Do they try to give him a jacket to cover up with? Of course no, not. No. What they do is they zoom out so they could get him entirely in the frame and then give him a necklace so that they could plug his mic back in and clip it to the pendant on the necklace so he can be out there with his man titties out. And man, oh man, were those E-cups swinging. He said, man, titties. Those things are bigger. Titties is an understatement. You can't even classify that. Those were moobs. Those were moobs. No, no, no. No, his name is what? What's his name? Blimp the Pimp. He has two, literally, he has two blimps. He was good year. And those, yeah. and the, and those motherfuckers, or, or the, the, what's, what's the one that crashed? Oh, the Hindenburg. Yeah, he had two Hindenburgs out there crashing. For ten minutes of the show, oh, the huge manatee! Yeah, um, uh, DWG in the chat says he has bigger boobs than me, and that is not a joke. So Blimp the pimp comes out. <laughs> now Blimp was on the show with his girlfriend previously to let her know that he was, in fact, a pimp. And as we all know, pimping ain't easy. So now Jerry's like, okay, welcome back, Blimp, and he's like, ah, and he's dancing around. He's got his tongue sticking out. So so real fast, you think when he when he when he has to go slap one of his bitches, do you think like the wave from the, the energy from the fat of the wave? I think you, like, he does like a slow motion. I don't think he even uses the hand. I don't even think he uses the hand. I think he just turns he around just, quickly, and the and wing, the wing gets out, the wing the, and it's like a it's it's it doesn't even slap like, them as much like, as it wraps like, around their head for a moment and suffocates them briefly. And, and so it's like a slap and choke at the same time, which, you know, every pimp really wants to perfect. And he has with the human mud flap coming off his underarm there. You know what? It, human mud flap. Now it's much better than I was going to say. I was going to like, he's like, you get slapped side of the head with a 20 piece, a 20 piece from, from Popeye's, but your shit is much better. That was not a 20. That would not be a, that was a side of beef. He had a brisket hanging down there. <laughs> it was, it was like a, scuba a Steve arm. Scuba like Steve a, is going to get his arm and throw it in the smoker. I'm telling you. <laughs> it was like they have arms down there. <laughs> we has the meats. <laughs> <laughs> Blimp was a big fella. So Blimp was on the show this time to not only tell his girlfriend that he had not... <laughs> That crazy-ass tongue. I'm telling you, watch this episode. He was on the show to inform his girlfriend, his longtime girlfriend, that he had, in fact, not stopped pimping. But he was going to leave her if she didn't start hoeing for him. You're like, wait, what? Excuse me, what? So his girlfriend comes out. His girlfriend comes what out. What the hell? Uh-oh. Does that blimp to pimp? <laughs> I don't know who's the big other door, but anyway, go ahead. I don't know. So, so, so she, he, he wants to convince her that she should be a hoe for him. And you're like, wait, hold on. And what does she come out looking like? Edge, oh, man. Like a secretary or something. She looked chair, like right? a secretary that spent every waking moment in a Mary Kay chair. Like, and the hair. What was her hair looked like? It, it almost looked like it was, like, plastered on with, like, it's like a, a human being of, the hair isn't plastic. It's some sort of fiberglass, and it's been molded with some sort of spray adhesive. And then, like, there's this weird seam running around the top of her head where, like, I don't know if she, like, put the makeup on with a roller and then, like, and used, like, an edger to get around the top of her hair right here. Or maybe, like, maybe she had, like, a piece of cardboard and held it down in front of her face and used a spray can. But she had this like, weird seam like, at the top. It's like, it's like, maybe, 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 maybe it's Maybelline, but we don't think so. <laughs> no, it's more than likely it was Krylon. And um, it was bare, paint and primer all in one. 
And so she comes out and she's kind of in disbelief. She's like, what do you mean you're still pimping? We've been together for all this time and you're not supposed to be a pimp anymore. And and somehow the point of what he was there to ask her gets completely lost, which is which is she wa- she's like, no, I'm not going to hoe for you. Get the fuck out of here. And like and like Jerry didn't even really get to get any interview with that because anytime they started talking, dude starts fucking jiggling his man titties around and dancing and. And, she, and you're like, okay, this I don't even understand what's happening. There's just a big fat guy dancing on the on the, and boom, they go to commercial, and you're like, okay, I know what's next, because it's the Jerry Springer <laughs> show. <clears throat> There's only one thing that's left. Well, two things that are left, really. Air wanted to sit on stage and for the crowd to go chime in and do the and do the drop their one liners. <laughs> yep, a Chicago crowd. You're, you're a Chicago crowd in the middle of the day, most like, of which were probably drunk. Yeah. Just, just like this, you know, kid. You know, Jerry always has me. He'd be like, you know, Jerry always looks all stressed and shit. Because you know, he knows this is the part that could get him fired. Okay, guys, we'll be back after this. Yeah. So we're, we get to the we get to the audience participation of the show, part of the show, and the people were not having it. <laughs> I know they were just fucking. First off, they like, unleashed. They unleashed. They 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 went to town. And I actually wrote down a couple of. Well, there was one line right, in good, here. That good, good, I'm glad you wrote some down. I wrote one. I wrote one down. But I, the, you know, you had the, <clears throat> you had the guy that, that that called Shorty the Gary Coleman wannabe, and <laughs> get, Shorty comes back with this line about you got your face looks like it was run over by a tractor trailer. You got traction <laughs> hair, and you're like, did you get that out of a book? Was that a retort from like a heckling book that they sell new comedians? And then everybody, like everybody, was picking on, <laughs> on blimp. Just get the good, uh, blimp. Yeah. And then well, so the, the skinny crackhead got a few, but, but I think it was she mostly. got a few. And she was, and then the sister was out there. Susan's sister's out oh, there, sister, and yeah. she's sitting between the crackhead and Blimp the Pimp, and you can tell, like, she's trying to get as far away from Blimp as she can, and, like, half the people on the stage are, like, all the way, like, the stage is, like, here's Blimp covering, like, a third of the stage, and everybody else is, like, crammed over on the other side, because apparently the guy had a had a distinct odor, and <laughs> Ronaldo was behind him, and you had people, like... Like, maybe, you know, Frankie should go be one of your hoes. And poor Frankie, he's like, oh, leave me alone. I just want to go home. And then, to me, the line of the day was when the one very nicely dressed black gentleman stands up and looks at Plimp, Bimp the Pimp, Blimp the Pimp, and says, you make black people look bad. Look bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Fuck. There, look, you the the show is one liner. That's one liners, and it's people getting their jokes off. And like sometimes you get some like some some heartfelt stuff. Like man, you've been through some shit, but don't worry, you'll be you, things will get better. And this, or or, or or you'll get the you get the one maybe like you know what you don't you don't need to be with him. You can go you know. Oh, like they told the they told yeah, the yeah. the bill guy like you don't need to be yeah. with her. You go find somebody else. But like yeah. he says, you make black people look bad. Look bad. And I no, was I sitting there, that. and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what the and what the blip to he didn't give a shit. Did didn't he? give a shit. Didn't give a shit. Yeah, somebody asked him if he tossed his salad with that tongue, and he he didn't care. He's there to have fun. Then oh, and then Jerry's final thought is always eloquent. And I love Jerry. I love Jerry's final thought. Hey man, you know what Jerry's <laughs> final. <laughs> There's final topic, but the thing is, I you know I think that the thing is I I want to see is Jerry's final thought like pre-written is something. Oh, that's something he, he... asked. No, I mean, but nothing, but take him from somewhere else to you. No. I don't think it's like I can take see him Jerry from anywhere else. No, it's I can like, see. So I it's, can... not, it's not like Melania Trump copied all of uh, no, uh, no, 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 Melania, no, no, no. Michelle Bubba's speeches and no. trying to make. No, her I can own. see. I can see Jerry like. Before the show starts, he's looking at the list of what it is. He knows what's going to go on. They're, they pre-interview all these people. He's like, all right, hold on. And he goes and he finds, like, a quiet space somewhere. Maybe, yeah. like, on the back of the studio or, like, I'm sure he's got a production office. And, like, he gets away from everybody. And he's just sitting there. And I can see Jerry sitting there with just a very tall glass of water with, like, one or two ice cubes in it. And just him just taking a moment. And just kind of like, all right. 
this is going to be one of those. And just coming up with coming up with like a framework for what he wants his final thought to be. And then kind of maybe having some like some tidbits in there, some some things, some some defined lines that he knows he wants to say. And then the show happens and then he gives his final thought, which were, again, very heartfelt. Like the guy, the, the guy, there was nothing disingenuous about these. They seemed very real whenever you look at them. Especially for this one, because you say that people make fun of the guests and everything yeah. like that. I mean, I think at that point, when it came to season 17, and, 17. and, it, and then he, the, the way he delivered was like, I know people see the guests, they see their outrages in their lives, right? Yeah. But the but but what about your life? What about you know, these are people who are wanting to go out and express yourself kind of thing. What the fuck are you doing? You sit back and like, all right, Jerry, you got a good point. Fuck. <laughs> I do you know, go out there and do that shit. I wouldn't do what they're doing, fuck, you know. <laughs> do you know at that point, do you know how many episodes of the show I just did the math. Do you know how many episodes of the show he had done at that point, at the close of this show? All right, let me see it. 124 seasons. Huh? Uh, uh, 17 seasons. 124 episodes a season, I think, is what I read. God damn. So mm. it's the, 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 gotta be like 2,000. 1,985 episodes. He's been down <laughs> this road a few times. And he's like, all right, hold on. We got to have a conversation. And, and he has this final thought, says his thing, and you're like, all right, Jerry. You're good. And what happens next? Next, we have midgets. That's what happens next. That's the next episode of the show is coming, but bringing back midget guests. Season episodes one and two start with recaps, crazy people, and then midgets. And that's the fucking Jerry Springer show, folks, right there. Season 17, episode one, returning guests. It's on Roku. Please watch it just for nothing more than to see to see Shorty in a tuxedo vest or a tuxedo jacket and blimp the pimp without anything else. i tell you what, man. i tell you how good Jerry Springer's got to be because it's hard to find <laughs> anything after season one out there that you have to pay money or whatever to see anything from like 22 to season I think 27 or 28. And that's the whole thing. It's yeah. like, man, I'm like, I was telling Murph earlier, like, oh, you know, I was all confident. Yeah, it's this season show, season 26, because I saw all the seasons of Roku that come in, 21. Every every place, it, it, it stops at 21. So it's like, shit, you really got to be, you know. But if, if, they're, if they're able to not put those shows out there, that's telling me that people are actually Pain. <laughs> yeah, there are people. There have got to be right? people out there that are watching the these that, that have like DVD copies. Like, how? I'm sorry. And let me just say this. Like, look, I would not have watched this if it wasn't for the fact that we needed to do this episode on it. Who the fuck is watching Jerry Springer in 2023? Please. People still watch it, man. <sighs> If, if people didn't watch it, it would not be a Roku. It wouldn't be a Pluto. You would have a hard time finding Nosy. episodes, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like it's on Amazon too. I mean, it's like you have to pay Amazon to go watch it. Why is it every time you and I wind up talking about some sort of TV show, I find some other weird ass streaming service that I have to go and find shit on? Nosy. What the fuck is Nosy? Nosy is a is a, is a streaming service specifically for Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, Steve Wilco, and who's the other one? There's a fourth one. Who the fuck? Is it is it, the, the, is it Montel is it, Williams? I don't know. It could be Montel. Montel Williams. Is I it Montel? Does, do those that. really need their own streaming platform? Hey man, people love. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. They people is still. You go to places. Someone just told me. No, someone just told me after Jerry Springer died. I, I went to work, and it's just, and it's. A, I have a coworker. He's 26 years old. Right. It's like he don't know about Jerry Springer. Whatever he knows about He's Jerry Springer. Like, Yes, he's like, I was just watching the episodes that came on and, and sad that the guy died. I'm telling you, it is like, remember you brought up MASH? You know what? Jerry Springer is the best show of all. Oh, dude, you're, there you you're, go. you're insane. Right. You're, you're a madman. Better than Simpsons, Better than Seinfeld, Cosby Show, whatever. Jerry Springer, by far, best show ever, because you know why? Because you don't have to be a particular person to watch Jerry Springer, because everybody watched Jerry Springer. Do you know why we watch Jerry Springer? You are, Do you man. know why we all watch Jerry Springer? 
because we feel yep. better about our own lives watching this. <laughs> no matter how bad your life is, you are not being brought on a show to be told by your midget black boyfriend that he is in fact a woman and wants to marry you on this show. <laughs> you won't see that shit. You won't see it ever, and you won't see it ever again. Nope. I mean, you can you can try to imitate it, but people don't understand. It's like sometimes it's it's the person. It's not the like I would say like Robin Williams. It's hard to find another Robin Robin Williams the way he does comedy because that's just he, Robin Williams is it and that's it, right? Yeah. Jerry Springer, he's a one in a lifetime, right? We were lucky enough to get a Jerry Springer in our lifetime. We got it. We got to see how the man worked. And I'm telling you, and, and the way that he kept his popularity and yeah. the way that he even became just Jerry, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, a, it's an amazing way to do it from what he came from. To be where he came, and, you know what I'm saying. And that's the thing. Like, None of it would have happened if he wouldn't have paid a hooker with a check. Uh, <laughs> All right, folks. Look, we want to thank you very much for wasting another perfectly good hour with us. Because uh, you just literally, you just sat there and listened to us explain to you an episode of Jerry Springer. Okay, <laughs> we absolutely appreciate your time. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so look, remember, we're here, twitch.tv forward slash blather show almost every Friday at about 9.30 in the East, 6.30 in the West. Um, and remember, if we're not live, in archive. you can catch this and any other episode wherever you get your podcast from. And, and this is a great example of why you should watch the show live and <laughs> listen to the podcast. Because the podcast people are going to hear what I thought was a woman breaking into Decaf's house and telling him that he got her pregnant. <laughs> Decaf, do you have a final thought for us? Well, the, oh, I, I do have it. And we will be right back. <laughs> have a good night, folks. Good night. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't nope. it yet. Oh, what? What? Oh, we got to say it. And you guys take care of, take care. What's the line? Oh, what's Come the line? On. It's uh, take care of yourselves take care and take care of each and other. Each other. <laughs>